Welcome to Ask the Tech Coach, brought to you by the TeacherCast Educational Network. If you are in charge of professional development and looking to build an innovative digital learning experience, this is the podcast for you. Join us each week as we uncover strategies that tech coaches are using to drive their digital transformations one classroom at a time. And now for your host, with over two decades of experience working with tech coaches and edtech companies from all around the world, Jeff Bradbury. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today and making TeacherCast your home for professional development. This is Ask the Tech Coach podcast, episode number 86. Yeah, welcome to a new reality, I think is what we're calling this one here. I know my school district is off this week. Your school district is probably off this week. I've got two amazing guests with me today to talk all about how we as tech coaches can be supporting not just our teachers, but other tech coaches as well. I want to bring on Susan Vincent. Susan, how are you today? Welcome back to the show. Great. Great to be here. And yep, we are um, in the midst of getting our teachers prepared for at least two weeks off, which includes a spring break week. And um, so it's been a great week. We had a very uh, fast-paced KISTE conference that we had to cancel the last day of, but we sure did learn a lot. Now, you said that you are coming up to your spring break. I know there's a lot of school districts, mine included, that looked at where we are in the calendar and said, look, we have four weeks. Can we get one more week? Can we get one more week? And, you know, my school district decided to take a two-week um, distance learning experiment, I think is what yes, we're going to end up calling it here. Um, if we do, and if everything goes well, and if students are all taking attendance, I'm told that uh, the state of Connecticut says we're good. Um, I think we're all expecting it's going to be more than two weeks, but we're going to talk today about how we prepared our schools, how we're preparing our lessons. I'm going to share with you guys some information about what I'm doing for distance learning because I, I, I am a middle school teacher and we're going to go around the room today. But I have one more guest, Mr. Matt Barfield. Matt, how are you today? Welcome to the show. I'm doing well. Thank you guys so much for having me tonight. It honor. is great to have you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, so I uh, spent some time as a uh, technology coach, uh, teacher technology coach in uh, a district in North Carolina. So where my, my wife and kids are, are now in that and we're fixing to uh, start our two week e-learning process um, as, as that comes up. I guess starting tomorrow. Um, so just background in education. Um, also, I do work for Promethean um, as my, my full time job now, but I'm still at the heart of working with teachers. And, you know, I feel like this is a good week uh, to join in is because uh, this is this is an interesting topic we're going to bring up tonight. So thanks for having me. And Matt, I'm glad you're here. You know, we Matt and I are going to be on a show uh, coming up soon. We're doing a few shows with our with our friends at Promethean. But Matt, tell us a little bit about what you do there. I know you have an opportunity to not only see what's happening around the country, but work with other school districts around the country. Do you have anything to share with us? What are you seeing from you know any conversations that you're having with other school districts? Yeah, so I'm on the professional development side, and um, what we're looking at right now are ways that we can um, leverage what we're doing just as another as another opportunity for teachers or for students to use while they're while they're in this e-learning process. Um, we're we're actually branding it or calling it mobile learning um, just so much that 
because we're just able to provide those resources for teachers to be on or students to connect no matter where they're at, right? So, so mobily, doesn't matter the device, doesn't matter the structure or whatever at that point. So that's really been a lot of the conversation this past week was just figuring out where we fit, how do we, how do we support, um, and then how do we get the message out to our teachers, you know, when it comes to even the cleaning process of our products, um, that, you know, for schools that are going through uh, deep cleans right now, um, and then I noticed that your topic, um, you know, last week was what that PD looks like. I think this is a great opportunity for teachers to to also look at their own internal professional development over the next couple of weeks. I think they're going to learn a lot through through the what we talked about in our last session through that empowerment type piece or that that fully immersed in PD. I think teachers are going to come out of this a lot stronger in ways that they can leverage classes or or use these resources face to face because they're having to do them externally. So it's an interesting spot for us to be in right now. But um, I think the, thing, the great thing about it is, is all the professional development that the teachers have been doing, it's just a great time for them to actually enact some of that, to, to use some of those skills that they've that they've got hidden away and didn't know that, didn't realize that they really needed. So, Matt, you come from a company that encourages students to get close to each other and touch a digital board. I, I want to ask you about this here. When it comes to our own devices, our Chromebooks, our phones, our iPads, even working with our own children at home, what is the best way to keep these little germ-infested things clean? Yeah, um, I think the big one is just what's been handed down is wash your hands so you don't ever get them get them on the device itself, right? Dirty. For us, what what we're encouraging is what we've backed up is for any of our products, it's an it's an ethanol ethanol alcohol based solution um, for a cleaning product to be able to wipe it down with. But the big thing there was is just making sure we're providing a solution that doesn't void the warranty. Right. So what I encourage then anyone that is out there, I can guarantee you that right now. If you have a Chromebook, there's a website on how to clean your Chromebook from Google. If you have a, a device from Dell, if you have a device from anybody, those those have been posted, right? So go out and find what that recommended one is because the last thing I'd want to see is somebody coming out of this and then their device is broken because they didn't clean it with, you know, something appropriate or they didn't meet that and it it, it ate up one of the, um, you know, the screen or something along those lines. So we shouldn't be taking out Clorox wipes and dipping them on our iPhones. I mean, I'm serious here. Is that, is that like, because, you know, nobody wants to go to the store after listening to this podcast, let's face it, but we do have some things. I mean, obviously running it, I mean, look, most of our phones these days are all are waterproof, but I'm not dumping it in the bathtub. Yeah, I, I read something about washing your phone the other day, and I thought, no. I like who, and then I wanted to know who published that post, right? Was it a phone company? Was it somebody trying to get me to buy a phone, you know, or secretly or whatever there? It was on The uh, Onion, I think, right? <laughs> so, I, I, you know, I mean, I, I, I'd hate to say, you know, I've wiped things down with Clorox wipes. I've wiped things down with Windex, or I like a vinegar-based Windex, just me personally, because I know it's, I can smell the cleaning happening and it doesn't burn my nostrils. But um, I do recommend, though, that they at least check to make sure that because I bet you there's something household that they've got. It just needs to be a quick drying agent, I would think, at some point. And, um, you know, I don't like Clorox wipes. They feel slimy to me. So I, that's not something I've ever really used. I don't, I don't, I don't know. 
I grew up on a farm too, so I've been exposed to a lot over the years. You know, Susan, one of the things that I love about going through the Facebooks, the social media is there are teachers right now that are coming together for the better of students. We're showing off how to do distant learning. We're showing off ways to communicate. Uh, We're showing off ways that things like Microsoft Teams and Classroom and all these great companies are also coming together with their own COVID-19 websites. I mean, Microsoft opened up an entire ecosystem of distance learning where they're showing off how PowerPoint can be used with you know language and, and translations and teams can be used in google meet and all, yes. all these different things it's pretty interesting and pretty neat to see this whole community come together it has and i just want to say and i was thinking about this before we started recording that i was hoping to get to say this to just to give a shout out to the state of kentucky this week um i mean i'm with a private school now for the last year and a half but i used to be in the public um school but we just had our kisti conference for two days out of the three days we were supposed to have it and people were focused on the sessions and enjoying the sessions and the talk wasn't panic and freak out mode it was coming together as tech coaches at this kisti conference and just talking calmly about hey what are you doing hey you just got called back to your district let us know what you decided to do and the sharing on some of our just our state-based groups and our kentucky digital learning coach group has been just awesome and just a huge shout out to all of my colleagues across the state of kentucky um, and sharing and helping each other get ready You know, that's a great thing that tech coaches are coming together. I think it's this week, Susan, we have our next tech coach meeting. And you know what? Honestly, if if you are interested, whether you're in the group as 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 a subscriber or not, if you are interested in joining us for our next mastermind meeting, please reach out to me on Twitter at AskTheTechCoach, or you can head on over to AskTheTechCoach.com and email me. I would love to have as many tech coaches for this meeting. Let's just get together a nice little round table. How are you doing? What are you up to? And how are you supporting your teachers? If anybody's interested, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And, you know, I'll say the same thing, Matt, if you know other companies that have you know, tech coach positions like yours, and you'd be happy to show up to the to the meeting. It's Wednesday or Thursday this week. I'll, Thursday, I'll, I'll, I believe. Thursday, I believe. I'll definitely post it. Um, would love to have you guys. Like, it's sure. just an it's an opportunity to come together and share resources, share what's going on. Um, I I tell you, if if you're interested in joining our mastermind meeting for this month, we would love. Love, love to have you guys here. Um, Definitely this idea of being in different PLNs, sharing PLNs is certainly there. Um, Susan, tell me a little bit about what you're doing to support. Did you make up a website? Did you do training? What has been your role in helping to support teachers and students? Well, um, as everyone knows, this all happened so quickly. And during the conference, uh, several of us were getting called back to our districts. And, you know, we were told at the beginning of the week to start, you know, getting ideas in mind in case we had to go to e-learning days. And, you know, my coworker and I, my close coworker and I started making lists along with our curriculum specialist of here's the resources that we definitely want to share with teachers. You know, by the time Thursday evening came along, we got on a big um, Google Hangout call with our supervisor, um, pretty much saying, you know, we're probably going to make the big announcement later that evening. We need to have plans in place. And then we go to school the next day and we have a big admin meeting. And um, that's where we hashed out all the details. So, uh, you know, I was fortunate to get invited to the table at the administrators meeting uh, for the school. And, you know, they really valued my opinion and I appreciate that. 
in um, getting things ready. And our teachers had been told by the principals, obviously, to prepare all week. So it's just been a marathon in a good way of, you know, sending out information and We've just used email. We already have a website, so we've put several of our things and made sure our teachers remember that it's there. I've shared about that here on the podcast in the mastermind group before. So we've referred them to there. And then we also have a private Facebook group that I've referred to in the past. So we're trying to share information as best as possible. And then uh, mine and my other um, tech coach coworkers' job is just to be, you know, available. My boss joked 24 seven for the next two weeks, but, um, but you know, we'll be available and you know, here we are. Matt, what do you suggest as somebody who has had a lot of experience, how can tech coaches support each other? What are some of the things that tech coaches can do to support each other? I mean, again, the idea of tweeting out ways to do things is nice. The idea of putting together resources is nice, but this is a new whole new ball game here, isn't it? Yeah, I think <clears throat> I, I noticed in some of the notes that you guys had set up for tonight was one of the, one of the biggies was about the voice, right? Because one of the things that I've noticed over the years was that my teachers didn't appear to be listening to me as much because I was in the building with them and I was always available to them to be able to help. Right. And then someone from outside would come in and be like, Oh my gosh, did you hear what they said? And I'm like, yeah, I've been telling you that for months. But I think though that what that, what those teachers are going to need now is that same calming voice, right? So that ability. So as a tech coach, I would want to be reaching out to my teachers right throughout this, you know, how can I help you? You know, what do you need? Call me whenever you need something, or let's set up a Skype session. Let's set up a, whatever, a zoom session, whatever. Cause a lot of those resources are now are free. So let's go out and find that and just have a quick call with them in the morning or, or those that, you know, um, are, are not the ones that are going to embrace this quite as easily as some of your teachers. And you already knows who those are, right? It's not going to be every teacher on your staff. You, you know, the ones that, that you're in their room a little bit more or that you're assisting a little bit more. So those need to be the first ones just to hold their hand through this. Right. I mean, it doesn't have to be, you don't need to know the curriculum. You just need to be able to help them get their information online. And if that's just in a simple Google document, that might be more than what they were doing before and just be there to, I, I feel like it's just, because there are, there's a lot of resources out there right now. I mean, a ton. And now that this has all happened, that's that's expanded even more because the services are now free. So instead of being wowed by all these resources, find those one or two that you know your teachers know and just keep reiterating to them, we've done this. We've done the PD on this. You're ready for what we're getting ready to embark on and just be there. to. I think now we get into that. We need to coach at this point. And, you know, I'm afraid of a few things because now we're in this distant learning thing. And, you know, I don't want to say haves and have nots, but you have, you know, and I don't want to say connected educators and not. But there are teachers that are ahead of the wave and there's teachers that are still sitting here going, what is Google Classroom? And now these school districts are bombarding teachers with all of these resources. And I can just see a lot of teachers turning it off because they're just oversaturate it with well here's a wakelet and here's a this and here's a that and here's a this and here's a you know and if you go to class link you can get everything i'm going to just stop here and say i am extremely proud of my school district we have about 12,000 kids i believe it is 14 15 18 you know some some large number of campuses 
And we were originally last Thursday going to have a half day for teachers and half day for kids. And it was it was a normally scheduled PD day way back at the beginning of the calendar. And we decided on Wednesday, Tuesday, we decided on Tuesday that we were going to give kids the entire Thursday off so we could do our prepping on Thursday. Um, so Wednesday, we decided to take all the Chromebooks. We, we labeled them. We identified them. We, you know, uh, the IT department in our school district was fantastic for you know, 12,000 students. And on Thursday, I gave four and a half hours of PD. And it was just four one-hour sessions, all on Google Classroom, Google Meet. And I did a, you know, a beginning session, intermediate, and a couple advanced Every single teacher was right there with me. I mean, they knew this was game time. This wasn't traditional PD of I'll pay attention, I'll not. Like, you could just tell every single person in there was, I need to learn this. I'm going to be attentive. And all day Thursday, tons of great interactions with teachers, tons of great questions. Friday, everybody was in my room just coming down, even during their teaching periods. How do I do this? What do I need to do? All of this weekend, I was getting emails. That's myself with the teachers. Students, it's been even better because on, on Friday, I, I gave the riot act to all of my kids and said, look, this is how we're doing things. My website is our digital hub. My website is how we're going to be handling things. I put together a bulk calendar up to upload in Google Sheets, put that into Google Calendar. That way, all of my Google Classrooms um, now have Google Meet links. And by the way, if you haven't done this yet, remember any group of students that are in a Google Classroom is now a Google group. So I'm saying that because I'm still seeing teachers and tech coaches telling kids, you know, individually put kids into a Google group or individually put kids into into a hangout, you know, invite them one by one. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You just Put the name of your Google Classroom in and Google populates everything. So I was able to take two weeks worth of days off, four days, of, uh, four classes a day. And in about 20 minutes, everyone had a group. Everyone had lessons. Everybody had a, had a video link. And it was very, very easy to do. And then I just sat back and I watched all these kids who have never done any of this stuff except my calendar invites. They all got their Google Classroom work. I sent emails home to all their parents copied the kid, copied administration, and that's what I did this past Saturday, getting ready to be a middle school teacher and a tech coach for a school of about 850 uh, students and staff members. I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Now, the way I'm handling this is our, our school is teaching from 8 to 12, and so I have an 8 o'clock block, a 9 o'clock block. Um, I'm off the 10 o'clock block, but then I'm on from 11 to 12. I even have my broadcasting kids meeting with me at one o'clock tomorrow on Monday to plan how we're going to do student podcasts because I want the kids to be able to show off what's going on. What is the life of a student under quarantine? And all the students have said, no, we're, awesome. we're with you. We're doing this. And I'm like, guys, we are the news. Right. Like when, when our principal puts out emails every day or every other day to the parents going, here's the update. I want him to say, oh, no, by the way, subscribe to our Panther News channel. I want to be the ones going, you know, after all, we always say it's our job to tell our story. I want to tell the story. I want our kids to tell the story. They're living the news right They're now. They're living yes. the news right now. So give me the top 10 things that a seventh grader is going to do while they're, you know, give me the top 10 ways that you're studying for a virtual class, whatever the topics are, right? But I, I just want to say I'm so thrilled with the response that my district is doing, that my school is doing. I'm not going to say the names, but it's just an example of how we are prepared. 
honestly, and I'll say this to Susan, but I'll say this to everybody. If you're still in school next week, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's going on and good luck with everything because this thing is spreading fast. I know we're only out two weeks. It might be eight. It might be 10. Who knows? And it and it's just done my heart good to see, like I said, back to the seeing everyone come together and what you're saying about your schools, Jeff. It's just so nice to see that across the country of the teachers coming together. And I mean, and you watch Twitter and Facebook and all of the sharing. And again, like you said, it might be a longer time. So, you know, we hate to say this, but we want to find a silver lining in the midst of a storm that we're going through here. So, you know, just the, my faith in educators, not that it, that it was diminished at all, but it's kind of been restored of how the unity in educators are coming together to share and help with each other. So what's the future, right? We want to know as tech coaches, what you guys are interested in, in speaking about. I know every single week we come on and say, share us your topics. But seriously, if you're out there listening, we would love to hear from you guys. We would love to have you be a guest on the show. We would love to have you share your stories. How are you helping out? What is your distant learning plan look like? What are your teachers doing? If you've never contacted us, this is a great opportunity. Find us on Twitter at Ask the Tech Coach. You can, of course, find all the archives of this show over at AskTheTechCoach.com. I encourage you guys, of course, to subscribe to the show, but it's just more than that. We would love to have a series of shows over the next few weeks that help you as a tech coach. We can do five ways to make a Google slide any other day, but we want to use the next couple weeks and really, really focus on helping you what your needs are. And one last time, if you're interested in joining our mastermind meeting this week, please let me know. Uh, you know, we do have a zoom account. We can have a couple hundred people in here. We would love to have you guys be a part of this group. Matt, what is the plan from your point of view? You know, if you want to share what's the plan from Promethean's point of view, how do we support each other moving forward through, really, this is not even the beginning in my world. Yeah, um, so our, our plan will start to start to um, to come into fruition this coming week as, as we get our materials gathered and, and ready to go. But I think that the, the biggie is just letting letting our people know or, or letting our teachers know what what's going on what resources that they have available and then the pieces of the resources that are the most important for the time that we've got right i think that's the biggie it's not about like you just said it's 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 we can go and learn how to do a google slide anywhere i can go and find you know hundreds of youtube videos on that but it's which part of the softwares are, that you might have involved from us what are those quick and easy point twos that that will get you up and going or that will make, you know, recording a video quick and easy or whatever at that point? I think encouraging our, our teachers to find those ways to record the, that content so they can get that out so that that way the kids who, you know, we know as teachers we can provide structure. It's just we don't know what those kids structure at home is going to be because they just lost all of their structure. Right. Right. We don't we don't know what's going on on that end. And while, Jeff, you mentioned you're going to have class at, on, on the hour, but those kids are being shuffled from one home to another. Right. From grandparents over because of the different job schedules and all of that that are still having to work or still moving into that. So I think it's the more we can continue to just get them into this online environment, get them access even to all the way down to their phone. And whatever that means, that's where we're going to work on is, is how do we help teachers get to that point? 
Um, but you know, it's just more of just being here for support. Teacher Ed wants to know. They know they can reach out to us. Um, we're, you know, we're available on Twitter. We're available on Facebook. They, they know their individual education consultants that can reach out. Um, but just, you know, it's really we're moving back into a tech coach type type format right now. And how do we support our people? And and to me, that's the that's the first and foremost, because in my job, it's support those teachers and then they support their students. Jeff, you're going to see it where you're doing a little bit of both. You know, Susan, you're going to see it where you're doing a little bit of both there and and being that available. Um, so I think it's just clear the clutter out, find the one or two things you're really good at or the ones you want to be really good at over the next couple of weeks and make your kids, you know, make make them use that avenue. They're adaptable. They'll be fine. It's, you know, it's just us getting there. I, I put out a tweet today and I, I was I was kind of being tongue in cheek about it, but I was also being serious and I don't have it in front of me, but basically it's I put, you know, during distance learning, students will be able to and I just put down things like think for themselves, collaborate with others, create audio and video and, and all these different things because. I'm afraid that teachers are going to be overloading these kids with worksheets. Oh, it's only two weeks. Well, it might be six weeks. It might be eight weeks. And who wants to be doing, because it's easy, right? It's easy to give them a worksheet or a new Zella or, you know, go read this article and write a paperback. No kid wants to be doing that. They will turn this off as quickly as possible. They will stop showing up for online classes. And next thing I, you know, even though we're working because there's not a, a high attendance, the days won't count, which means we're going to be working in the, you know, into almost into July. Absolutely. We don't want that. So, you know, my broadcasting kids where we've been doing projects on we video, I put out a new we video project uh, today and said, look, start it now. And when I see you guys on whatever it is, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, whatever it happens to be, we're going to go over it. Right. But on the on the website page, I gave a screenshot. I gave directions. I gave a, you know, a whole mess that way. Look, if you want to work on it this weekend, go take your phone, go take a bunch of pictures. Great. And I had a few students already tonight at you know nine o'clock on a Sunday saying, go check out my stuff. And it's amazing because they're doing it and they're having fun. And then I, I, I even went on to classroom and I was commenting and I gave some notes and they wrote back on fixed it. So. My class has already started for distant learning. I love it. Yeah, I think that's where you're going to have the, the you know, you're a runner and you've got your folks that are that are jumping in or trying to do this. And then those that but I've never used Google. I've never used these resources in my classroom now. And how am I going to engage my kids when they're not in front of me? Well, right. You know, I mean, that's it's it's I don't know. It's it's going to get interesting um, just because, like you said, those kids, if, if they weren't engaged in the class before, they're probably not going to be engaged in online learning. And, you know, it's, it's I just don't I don't I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how my own kids are going to do it because their online learning starts about Wednesday. So teachers are going to have a couple of days to jump in. How old are they? Uh, so I've got one thirteen. Uh, so an eighth grader and a sophomore in high school. So thirteen and sixteen. So I, I have six year old triplets here, and I'm watching the kindergarten assignments come in every day. And on one hand, and I've said this to my wife many times, they're in kindergarten. If we right. don't get every single thing, and there's triplets, right? Like, and you know, like if we don't get everything in, it's okay. 
Right. It, exactly. It's, it's okay, right? Like we don't have to hurt ourselves to make sure that these kids get straight A's in kindergarten on their days off. Yes, we're gonna do our best, like every other parent. We're gonna do our best with the kids that are home. And I made sure in the email that I gave out to my te- to tell my parents and my kids, you know, the last paragraph was simple. I'm gonna do my best. Here's the best thing that I can do for your kids. Don't forget, I'm a parent too. In addition to teaching your kids virtually, I'm also now homeschooling six-year-old, you know, special needs triplet. We're all in this together. But if you need anything, email me. And I've gotten a lot of positive parent responses. Can you put me on your Google Classroom? Can you keep me involved? Can you keep writing emails? Yeah, we're all in this together. And no parent wants to come home at the end of the day to find his kid didn't go to school because they've been sitting on the couch on Fortnite all day when they should have <laughs> been using the Chromebook that we gave them. Exactly. I mean, if these kids were smart, and I know none of these kids are watching my podcast, but they'd log in to, to whatever it is interact with the chat and play Fortnite at the same time. But I didn't. Yeah. I I mean, right. Just, just get up and do it, get up and knock it out. It's not like it's going to be hours of work or, and if it is, that's a shame too. Right. I mean, it needs to be there. I think there's a lot of good opportunities that are being given right now, but yeah, my kids, um, I'm curious to watch them as they ebb and flow through this this week. And I have a feeling I'll be tech support here at the house as as it as it goes along there. And and how are your kids knowing that they're the only ones in the school that have a Promethean board at home and they can do all their work? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's 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 their disadvantage is that they've got access more access than they need. The Chromebook goes dead. There's another computer, right? You, you told me on the show the other day, you could actually set up the entire Promethean ISTE demonstration at your house and, and they, they can do all of the lessons right in front of them. That's right. That's right. I mean, they can, they can do it all from here. So them saying they don't, I mean, there will be no running out of paper or tape or glue over the next couple of days, right? It's just, well, we don't have power. As long as we've got power and internet, you know, they're like, Oh, we still got to go to school. I was like, yeah. I told my daughter, I was like, listen, you need to be up on regular schedule tomorrow. Get up and do your classes at the time you would have them. She's like, but, but, but I wanted to sleep late. I was like, yeah, yeah, come on, let's get up and get it done. Then take a nap in the afternoon. Let this trade off. I like our schedule. Sure how band practice is going to go. You know, we're, I'm going to get up at 7.30, take a shower, 8 o'clock, I'm on, 12 o'clock, right. I'm off. Look, Fantastic. And my, you know, my principal knows like I'm not driving two and a half hours to get to work and back. So right. I, so Jeff gets to sleep in. Right? <laughs> yes. Well, no, because my kids are going to be up playing Minecraft in the mornings, uh, waking us all up at six or seven o'clock AM. So, but look, enough about that. It's all about you guys. We would love to have you guys show up again. If you're interested in being a part of our mastermind meeting, let us know, Matt, where can we get a hold of you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Matt Barfield zero zero on Twitter. Um, you know, that's, that's, that's my easy work handle. I try not to uh, mix the Facebook and, and the Twitter too much. I try to keep one private and one uh, work, but uh, Matt Barfield zero zero on Twitter is, is the best place. Susan, where can we find out more information about the great things that you're doing? Um, I'm on Twitter at SV three one four DWS and on my blog at techimaginations.net. And of course you can check out everything over at askthetechcoach.com. We would love to hear from you guys and we would love to make sure that you guys are keeping up on your professional learning here. Every single Monday, we are promising you guys we're going to be having it in. Maybe we're going to get some more guests. Maybe we're going to grab some of the great ed tech companies. Now that I'm home, 
where you have more time to podcast. Don't forget that every single Wednesday, we're also dropping the Jeff Bradbury show. This week, we're going to be talking about five things that you can do to build your brand while you're off. So check that out every single Wednesday. We drop that. You can find more information over at buildyouredubrand.com. Matt, it has been a pleasure. Please invite yourself on. We would love to have you back on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. And I want to say thank you on behalf of everybody here in the TeacherCast Educational Network. This is episode number 86. And on behalf of Susan, Matt, and everybody here, my name is Jeff Bradbury, reminding you to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students. You've been listening to Ask the Tech Coach, hosted by Jeff Bradbury of the TeacherCast Educational Network. Please reach out to the show with all of your questions on Twitter at AskTheTechCoach or online at www.askthetechcoach.com. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And please take a moment to write a review in the App Store.